Monday Matinee presents Revenge of the Battle Axes, Part 2. There you go, boys. Drink up. I'll be back to check on you later. Nadira, get over here. Yeah, boss. You're off the floor. What are you talking about? This is the busiest we've been in weeks. I've never seen this clientele so energized. You're not wrong, but we can handle it. Wait, are you giving me the night off? <laughs> not a chance. You got another job to do. What could... Oh, not the back room again. You were requested by name. Same ladies, same deep pockets, same obligation to keep them happy. You got it? I got it. Girly, didn't anyone ever tell you not to stand behind doors? My apologies, but don't worry, no drinks were spilled. Oh, hey, you're the serving girl, right? What was it? Um, Ned something. Nadira. You sure? Pretty sure, and you're Fendi. Ah, my reputation precedes me. No, that can't be true, otherwise, they'd never let me back in. I'm kind of surprised to see you here. You are? Yeah, the boss lady gave you some pretty major info. Thought you'd run for the hills, go tell some authority type. I guess you don't know me very well. Guess not. But why? Why what? Why are you trying to kill the gods? Me personally, or all of us together? Either? Both? Huh. That's not the question. Yes, it is. I just asked it. Then the answer is to see if it can be done. Why is dumb? There's a more exciting question you should be asking. I'll let you think about it while I find the litter box. The gals are inside. There she is, our maiden of mead. Greetings, Chlorine. Glad to see you still have both arms. <laughs> no giant gorillas this time. Everyone is celebrating another successful campaign. We've returned older, wiser, slightly sadder, but with resolve in our hearts and fire in our bellies. That's good to hear, Luxuriant Pearl. Hello, Nadira. Also, we now have a cursed obsidian obelisk. It's not an obelisk. It's a tekenu. Honestly, have you ever read a book? <laughs> the universe <laughs> is my teacher. I have, but to listen, and she tells me what I need. So, that's a no. Good evening, Nikki. <laughs> oh, the bar wench. Wait, was that an offensive term or a correct nomenclature? Regional terms are so complex and specific. It's fine. But I have to confess, I don't know what an obelisk or tekanu is. It's a black stone scepter. We're not sure what it does or what to do with it. Nadira. Cynthia Rose, glad to see your party is still intact. Appreciate that. It was touch and go for a while. Someone's life on the line? Perpetually. But this time, we didn't want to leave. I don't understand. That's not how you tell the story. Where'd Fendi go? 
She was stepping out when I came in. Her timing needs work. <laughs> Chlorine, can I ask you something? If it's about my name, no. <laughs> no, not that. I asked Fendi why you were doing this. Your mad quest to kill the gods. And she deflected, right? She did. Some stories are difficult to tell. For those who live through them, the act of telling can bring back all those feelings. Joy, elation, but also fear, regret. Fendi tends to live in the now. She said I was asking the wrong question. Ha! Of course. <laughs> She's seeking praise, of course. What? You want to get her talking? Ask her why the gods can't find us. Oh, that's a good question. I'll do that. My belly and my hand are both empty. This is a problem. <laughs> Here you go. Perfect. Where are we at? Did you tell her about the villa? We were getting to that. So, no Forgotten Temple dungeon this time? My studies led us to a long abandoned estate. A huge amount of land fenced off in the middle of the Exodus Prairie near the town of Tima. But no one in town knew why it was there, or who built it, or why no one lived there now. They simply moved their flocks around it and sowed their seeds in a zone of safety. They got weirded out the more questions we asked. One time I kept pushing and the guy evaded and avoided until wham he died no he fell asleep dropped to the ground zonked out and no one could wake him which meant we were on the right track those are powerful enchantments and that means loot likely of the magical variety we arrived and found that it used to be a vineyard but now the land was overgrown with wheat with what we thought was wheat but as i ran my hand across the tips it turned out to be razor grass expensive difficult to cultivate and flourishing. Once we got past that... Wait, how did you get past it? Oh, we torched it. <laughs> we rained down an arcane firestorm and incinerated our path to the mansion. The razor grass screamed. It was haunting. When we got inside, that's when things took a turn. The entirety of the building was filled with couches, mattresses, hammocks, it was as if every surface was filled with something comfortable to lie on. But no people, no bodies, no skeletons, not a scrap of clothing, nor drop of blood. Like a sleepover party where everyone just got up and left and never came back. Mm. Oh, those beds were looking pretty nice. So soft, so <laughs> comfortable. But that's not the weird part. What was the weird part? In the center of the building was this weird pyramid thing, black with these ridges on it, and in the center, a head. Like a decapitated head? Not so much. As we got closer, it opened its eyes and started to talk. What did it say? For the next part, I'm gonna need a refill. For me as well. Nadira, if you don't mind. What? No, uh, of course not. That's my job. Be right back. I'll help you, Carrie. So, Fendi, your team killed one of the Celestial Seven. How is it that the other six didn't just come down and, you know, smite you? Now that's a good question. For this, I'm going to have to go back a bit. I grew up in the Seastone Harbor, far in the west. And I got into a fair amount of trouble there. I can imagine. See, there was this priest, a servant of Embe, and he hated cat kind. He was always whipping the people up into a frenzy, saying we were lazy, that we were stealing from them, doing everything he could to raise up hate. 
Sounds like a real class act. Oh, you'd have loved them. Anyway, I got curious, as is my way, and I started kind of digging into his life. But no matter what I found, I couldn't figure out why all this animosity towards us. Instead, I found something else. And of course, I found it while the guy was naked. Ew. Yeah, you've got no idea. But his back was covered by all these arcane symbols, stuff I'd never seen before. He had this, well, magic wand, I guess. I'm sure Nikki knows the official name of it. As he ran it over himself, which he did not enjoy, the symbols all moved and writhed and then settled into place. You stole the wand, didn't you? Well, of course. No idea what it was, but it was valuable to him, so it had to be valuable to someone else, right? So, what did you get for it? Good question! I knew you had a dark side. Unfortunately, nothing. None of the fences I went to knew what it was. I was stuck with it. Out of luck. More than you can imagine, because once the priest found out it was gone, he raised holy hell about it. Even got the guards to round up all the cat kind in the area and hold them until they returned it. Even threatened to start executing them if it didn't show up. What did you do? What any naive ne'er-do-well would. I tried to free them. I came up with a plan to smuggle everyone out of the city, but I underestimated the power of fear. Instead of going along with my admittedly bold and ill-defined plan, they turned me in. No. Yeah. Things got pretty bad for me then, but rather not talk about that just now. Not without a lot more to drink. But at least your people were safe. Fendi, your people were set free, right? You know the saying, forgiveness is divine? I've not found the Celestial Seven to be very divine. While I was incarcerated, Embe showed he was not to be trifled with and wiped out my people right down to the last kit. Oh, Fendi, I'm so... Don't say it. Just don't. At least my holidays got a lot more laid back. Oh, hey, here are the drinks. Let's head back. Fendi. Please, don't. I won't. I mean, the stick, the magic wand. Did you find out what it did? Ah, that. I did. It's pretty clever. Seems the Celestial Seven are not so much best buddies as tyrants who divvied up their kingdoms. They kind of hate each other and in the olden days would really go to town on each other's most devout followers. To be favored by one god, you were hated by another? Pretty much. So the people got smart and devised a way to shield themselves from the rival gods. Think of it as an invisibility spell, but one that makes you invisible to the gods. It needs recharging from time to time and it hurts like hell, but it does the job. How do you know it? Wait, are you saying you've got the mark on you? Keep up, kid. We've all got them. If they can't see us, they can't smite us. <laughs> About time. Pass them out. Let's go. Hmm. That's much better. Now, where were we? Hmm? Oh, um, let's see. The evil wheat, the head on the table. It wasn't a decapitated head. It was more like an oracle. It didn't wish to be freed. It simply had questions for us. Fendi, you figured it out. You should tell this part. Nah, thanks. You're doing fine. <laughs> oh. Well then, the head was asking all these questions about existence and consciousness. Which was making us super bored <laughs> and super tired. And here were all these couches and beds. But Fendi figured out it was like a riddle. You had to engage with the head, converse to find the answer. While we were getting drowsy and she was debating the head, that's when the jaguar beetles attacked. The what? That's what I call them. 
They were black as a moonless night with a shiny shell, but huge, the size of a jungle cat. I couldn't determine their entomology. They had characteristics of reptiles, insects, and felines. Plus, scary as hell. So quiet, <laughs> right up until they attacked. Mm -hmm. So we ended up having to fight them in and around the talking head without disrupting the conversation. That was really something. And all this in the Temple of the Gods of Repose? Yeah, I've been around, and one thing I've learned, don't believe the hype. Bendy won the argument, and the head rescinded, only to reveal... The obelisk. The tekenu. The stone stick, which we didn't want and now seem to be stuck with. Maybe it's the rod of arguments, because that's all we've had since we left. So you took it and ran? No, we didn't. We had business to take care of. Nadira, do you want to know how a god dies? I don't. Your choice. Look, I... I don't understand all this. I love hearing your stories. All these tales of adventure. But what you're doing, killing the gods, it's more than sacrilegious, it's dangerous. Aw, are you worried about us? No! Well, yes. Maybe a little. But what about us? About the people? You kill the god. You kill the land. That sounds like something you were taught as a child. Of course. We all were. That's where we learned about the Celestial Seven and how they created all of Galpin. It is from them that life flows. I'm not a religious person, but even I know not to mess with that. Hidden depths. Told you so. What are you trying to say, young one? I... I don't know. I'm happy to serve you. Get you whatever you require. But killing the gods? I simply can't support it. Fine by me. Cool. You must do as your heart tells you. Oh. Well, good. Let me see about getting new drinks for everyone. She's very passionate. Firm in her beliefs. That she is. I wonder how she's going to react when she finds out that the Celestial Seven, the creators of Galpin from whom all life flows, aren't actually gods at all. That is going to be an interesting conversation. Monday Matinee's Revenge of the Battle Axes is written by Kyle Olson. Performed by Jess Harris, Anastasia Anthony Plum, Brooke Underfirth, Mandy McClanahan, Kara Gallo, Puneet Bajwa, and Scott Harris. Directed by Kyle Olson. Produced by Ryan Fitzpatrick. Production assistance provided by Kim Butts. Recorded at Parametric Studios with John Suru of Lazy Ape Studios. Monday Matinee's Revenge of the Battle Axes is produced by Ox and Hair Entertainment. Follow us on Twitter at Ox and Hair. Check out our Facebook page or come by our website, oxandhair.com, where we've got a couple of sword-swinging ladies, a filmmaker under siege, and a group of adventurers on a doomed quest. Just not all at once. Also, we now have merchandise, so pick up a t-shirt of your favorite adventurer at oxandhair.threadless.com. Come along.